afternoon, morning, evening, whenever you are. This is Nepal Mind Tricks for those who are a cut above. <clears throat> All right, here we are. Another beautiful day. Lovely things are happening. Our knowledge is increasing. And best of all, we haven't spent a penny to get there. A lot of clapping today. As you know, one of the mission purposes of Neville Mind Tricks, even though I do offer coaching and people like to donate money on their own accord, the mission is you could learn Neville, you can master Neville and improve your life tr tremendously without an investment of thousands or hundreds of dollars. Unless, of course, that's what you want to do, in which case your prerogative. Today I'm talking about Neville Goddard's daughter, Victoria, which you may or may know anything about. He had a son, I believe his name was Joseph, from his first marriage. And then Victoria was his second child, daughter from the his second wife. And there's a historian slash author, whatever you want to call this individual who wrote about Neville. And he mentioned that he, he did make contact with Victoria Goddard in Los Angeles and she wanted to be a private citizen and wanted nothing to do with the followers of her dad's teachings. It is what it is, right? At this time, she may or may not still be alive. I'm not sure. I didn't do any research into that, just kind of going off of what this gentleman was saying. But I did find some interesting material about Victoria Goddard. And first and foremost, there was a story, a couple stories about Victoria. That she's brought up um, on their trip back to Barbados, the time that Neville was in Barbados and didn't secure passage back to America. His brother Victor admonished him. He did a scene and was able to get a trip back. And I think they shared a bunk bed and Neville slept in one of the bunks and his wife, Wilhelmina, Bill, second wife, slept in the other bunk with the daughter, Victoria. Then there was a story where they got a dog, but Victoria was in charge of taking care of the dog. There was another one where Neville talked about going, I believe it was like a science of mind event. And they opened up the tables for dining, and this woman ran over Victoria. So I, not all the stories are really that pleasant. But I found this just randomly interesting. Just is what it is. May have something to do with Victoria's attitude on being a private citizen and not having any contact with Neville's followers. May not have anything to do with it. Just kind of find it, found it peculiar. Here you go. On the next higher level. Paul Jack, on one level, was my secretary. And 
the one, in spite of his age, who played with my little girl and would throw across the carpet of he'd break her neck one day because he treated her just as though they were the same age. He would sit down with me and I would have martinis. He would always have, didn't like licking, he said. But if it was free, he wanted it, so he took his martini. I would have two or three martinis before dinner. He would have wanted just as many as I did. He couldn't hold them. But with it all, he wanted a huge big box of candy next to him. So I tried it with candy. Martinis, dry, dry martinis and candy. And Vicky would come by and take one of his candies. And he pushed it right straight across the coffin. That was Jack. He couldn't help it. That was his mind. So naturally, when I met him, he refused to assume any responsibility. And he died just as he lived here. Just a child. He died at the age of 50. I would say to Jack, here's the money. Take Vicky out to the park and show the monkeys and show the animals in the little zoo in Central Park. We lived on 55th Street and the park began at 59th. Take her in and show the things. I would walk down the street. He came on back. Many a time I saw this. Took her into a little drugstore and he ordered up say, a milkshake, chocolate milkshake. Asked the man for straw, there was two straws in one, little container. He would break the thing out, give her one, he would take the other and play a game. See who can finish it first. Well, he drank the whole thing. Give her one little straw and little Vicky, about three years old, she was one straw and this big man in his 40s and he is putting his mouth there and he's drinking the whole thing. That's Jack. He's the same Jack. No transforming power in death was. All right. Yeah, just uh, very peculiar. And if if you know the story about Jack, I forget his last name. It, it escapes me right at this moment. But he was Neville's secretary. He had passed away, but he didn't realize that he was... He was dead and Neville was talking about him here in that particular soundbite. One thing I found interesting, one thing to think about is when Neville talked about Jack, he, he possibly dismissed this as just the state he was in. It's just who he was. Despite the the treatment of his daughter, those are two um, interesting examples. I don't know many parents in this day and age, that would accept something like that. Maybe a couple millennial parents. I know a lot of you have been uh, missing the millennial comments, so there you have it. Was that a good decision? Did you make a good decision? All right, I digress. If you know what I'm talking about, you, you may be laughing right now, unless you're one of those millennials that use that parenting technique. But anyway, hope you found today's message a uh, peculiar one. Entertainment purposes mostly, but maybe you got something deep out of it. That's what you're thinking about in the silence. You're in the silence where you know that sharing is caring. And you find value in things where maybe not everyone does, but you find it for all the right reasons and you emerge 
with all the proper reactions and approaches to the things that are and will be.